0: New Mexico Canacast, Everything New Mexico, everything CannaCast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode, or this week's episode of the New Mexico Canacast. We have a guest with you, but before we get into that, I'm going to actually introduce you to our other co-host, Josh. Hey, what's going on, guys? Just a dude on the CannaCast, Uh Kicking it in Las Cruces again, as
1: you can see. Too much fun, not enough time. But uh, all great things going on. Uh, yeah, so New Mexico Canada cast here. We're going uh, to have all kinds of conversations, and, and we even
0: got some paper. We got some notes. We're going
1: to put them all together today.
0: Yes. Got papers. And if you guys have noticed, we have a guest with us, uh, Justin Trowbridge. I think I said that right. Um, yeah. He's with us. First
2: person yeah. in a long time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they want to say Trowbridge, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fair enough. I want to make sure I said that right. So go ahead and introduce yourself.
2: Yeah, so I'm I'm Justin Trowbridge. Um, I'm up in Santa Fe, but I'm the uh, state director for the Industrial Hemp Coalition. I'm a guy that represents Wilfred Hemp and Cannabis down here. I've got all, I mean, I got a bunch of different hats. But those are the quick, quick, two easy ones. So.
0: Nice. Well, I appreciate you being on the show. And you know, I know we met over at the, the Lucky Leap Expo um, over at the Mixer afterwards at a sister bar and everything. That was really cool. And you know, the, the way we met and everything was kind of a surprise, but you know, that was really cool. I was really glad to meet you guys because, you know, I actually got to go on the, the radio show today very briefly and kind of talk more. And I'm, I'm sure we'll be able to, you know, um, touch base and kind of collaborate again more on that.
1: Definitely. Well, heck, are we going to get into, it? Yeah, all, I'll, I'll, get into all, it? All the good fun stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah, right, just right. Get into it. Yes, yes. Here you go. I'll, I'll, get, I'll give you
0: the paper. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, can't, I can't read your handwriting. Yeah, so first yes, off, sure. we're going to talk about Costa Rica. So Costa Rica actually took a trip down to, uh, down to Soap, Costa Rica. So go ahead and tell us
2: about that. I mean, I didn't even know you went. Tell us more. Yes. Be like- yes. So, um, I've got a couple of buddies, Dan O'Brien and uh, Cree Crawford out of Texas. And they were, uh, the two people that the country of Costa Rica came to and said, help us figure out what hemp and cannabis is going to look like in Costa Rica. So they put on the first ever cannabis science and industry Congress in Costa Rica. And they had speakers from Peru and Colombia. uh, the United States, I mean, all over the place, Ireland, everything. Um, and so they're like, hey, man, we need somebody to produce this thing. Can you come down there? And I'm like, I'm not a producer, but I, I can do podcast stuff. So yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, yeah. So they flew me down to Costa Rica. Um, we're down there and we met with like the vice ministers of agriculture, um, the people that are going to be growing down there, the people that had been growing as part of a government trial. And what was really cool was they said, look, we don't know what the hell we're doing with cannabis and hemp. So you guys know what you're doing as an industry. Tell us where you screwed up and how we can make this work the first time out of the gate. So um, they're doing everything. They just passed it, I think yesterday or the day before uh, with medical cannabis. And then they're they also had in the language therapeutic cannabis. So that's an interesting way of saying, uh, you know, I'm down there for cheap dental surgery and I don't want to take opioids because I'm worried about the addiction problem. Maybe I'll just take some therapeutic cannabis. So it's this weird gray area that i don't think they fully defined yet but they're going to have four to five crops a year and they're going to legally export hemp and cannabis out of costa rica
1: oh nice nice
2: it is going to be mind-blowing what that country will do wow
1: no that that's cool it's funny you say that new mexico at one time was looking at uh on the medical side to have a wellness right so mm-hmm. if, if what, if what it make you cannabis, make you feel a little better and give you wellness in your life, Did you have a stressful day, you need some wellness, you know? So yeah, that, that, that's a, that's an interesting spin on the, uh, yeah, there, what is, what is really therapeutic, right? I need to go to the beach in Costa Rica and need to yeah. add therapy to it. Right. I need something therapeutic. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm,
2: str- I'm stressed out from TSA giving me the full pat down. So I need some therapeutic results when I get back down there. So uh they're still figuring it out what it's going to look like for tourists and all that but they lost so much money with covid that they had to find something and they turned to hemp and cannabis so it's really cool
1: that, no that, that's awesome that you were, you were a part of it That you, you know what I mean and that you're enlightening us and everybody else on the podcast and here in New Mexico especially on it that, that's that's great man that's, that's awesome stuff yeah, and then I was blast. I know you're pretty humble because I know you like like you got a lot of hats that said you know, so I, I know you got a lot going on. We've been talking a little bit. Yeah, you just keep, you just keep surprising
0: me. So that's yeah. all. You know, yeah. i like, I'm like well, uh, dang, all right. What else you got going on? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's
2: all. What else do uh, you need to know? Yeah.
0: I woke up this morning just thinking you're a podcast guy.
2: <laughs> uh, what, did you say podcast or podcast?
0: <laughs> Pretty bold. Yeah. Is that the gray no, I- between both? <laughs> yeah, no,
2: so I, so I am technically the hemp guy for the Waxy Brown Flower Power Hour, which, which Chad was on today, which was very cool that you jumped on like that, um, because it's, so Waxy is the, uh, the first FM dial uh, cannabis talk show in the country that we know of, and he live streams to about 70,000 people around the world at this point, but um, Waxy was someone who got caught uh, uh, handing someone half of a pre-roll at a, at a concert, basically, ended up spending time in jail. Uh, For distribution. I mean, it didn't hurt that he had two pounds on him at the time, but you know, it's a different story. But uh, they kept reducing his bond and he kept denying it out of protest. So he spent 265 days in jail. uh, And they're like, look, just just get out bond out. He goes, no, not until it's decriminalized. So they they ends up getting out of jail, and he runs for city council. And he gets on the city council, (laughs) and he figures out the game on how their their election structure works. So he got 10 of his buddies on the city council with him. And they decriminalized up to an ounce of cannabis in Missouri. <laughs> bro, yeah.
0: yes. So, yes. I, I would like to mention
1: that. I believe he's a vet also, correct?
2: Yeah. He's yeah. A, a Navy combat photographer. with He's 40% disabled and uh, is a heavy, heavy cannabis user. But um, it's somebody where he's, just, he's like the Robin Hood of cannabis in, in Missouri. And I brought him down here. I was like, you got to come to Lucky Leaf. Got to come down here. He's like, man, you know it's Albuquerque. It's not a meth town. I'm like, it's yeah, yeah, a little bit.
0: (laughs) Breaking Bad is, you know what I mean? That's what people think. They're like, like, yeah, Albuquerque
1: in? yeah. So So I'm not
2: gonna lie. There was blue rock candy from the the Breaking Bad store in the Airbnb when these two guys got done driving 13 hours. I just I had to do it. (laughs) Uh,
0: Surprising a little bit, right? You
2: like you asked for it. Yeah. Well, and that's that's where I met both you guys was we're at that that bar and I'm walking out just to get some air. Cause I'm like, you know, I don't want to be around all these people. I hate tight spaces. I mean, I'm a little guy, you know, I'm six three. And I'm yeah, walking yeah. out. And I look over, I'm like, I'm like, I think I know that guy. That's Chad. And I walked over and I'm like, Are, are you guys the podcast guys? And Chad's looking at me like, Yes, why? Like <laughs> and I was like, I know who you guys are. I'm a fan. And they're like, Oh. So but yeah, we'll definitely have you guys on quite a bit more with the show and all that, especially with all the things that are going on in New Mexico. It's there, There's a lot of eyes on New Mexico with what our rec program or adult use program is going to look like. Yeah. And it's just, it's cool to have a voice and to do what you guys do. So thank you for what you're doing on behalf of everybody else in the country that's watching this. Well,
0: thank you. I yes. appreciate that. Appreciate
1: you. So my, all right. So, so, so coming in here, you know, from outside, what do you think the, our rec program kind of looks like? And and the the first days, right? We're 23 days out, correct? I believe if, at, if I can if I can still add right, um, you know, 23 days out at the time of recording. Time of recording, everybody. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you watch this after Asterix. April first, you might have hit it real good. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're like, ooh, maybe that stuff was hot. You know? Yeah. Uh, so what are your thoughts? Like like you know what I mean? Coming it coming in, you know what I mean? You you live in Santa Fe and, and, and everything, and and so you know you kind of kind of ju- jumped in the community and what's going on and whatnot. So well, you know, just give me, give me, give me your, you know, your two cents or your, your forecast or whatnot on, on, on the side of things. And what do you think, you know, New Mexico did right? And what do you think they can improve on maybe?
2: Well, so the things that I've seen that New Mexico's done right are um, looking at the industry and looking what other states have done and where they've failed. Um, you know, having reciprocity for medical cards, that's huge. Right. I mean, that's especially when the bulk of our industry down here is tourism. You know, I mean, so I had two guys from Missouri with two medical cards come in. We went to a dispensary because I wanted to show them what a New Mexico dispensary looked like. Five minute process. They had their their access. I don't have my medical card yet because of uh, residency status and, all kind of, and legalization. Oh, 30 days away. So screw it. But, um, you know, they got in there and they, they were seeing things. They were expecting a very underdeveloped market. And what they found blew them away. Uh, They're like, wow, this is a really good market. There's lots of concentrates. There's multiple brands. I mean, it's not as fleshed out as like a Colorado or Oregon might be, but you know, it's, it's still not recreational use or adult use. And I I go back and forth because depending on where you, where you talk to somebody, some people say adult use, some people say rec use. And so it's this weird vernacular you got to learn when you're in the industry. But, um, so for a tourist, you know, I mean, I'm in Santa Fe, so it's the land of the black SUV with the Texas plate. that's blocking traffic. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's us, you know, or it's the Toyota Prius, of the California plate, that's blocking traffic. So we, we know there are plenty of people from States that want to use that. And then you start looking at all the, the beautiful nature things that New Mexico has to offer and the, all the places you can go and experience things and all that. And every time I look around Santa Fe, it's all people that are children of the sixties. You know, they were in, they were at Woodstock cause they're 90, <laughs> or how old those people are now you know, but it's, I'm like, I'm looking around. I'm like, Oh, this place is going to blow up when they hit recreational use because anyone who's afraid that the government's going to track them with a chip in their head because of a medical card is just going to go nuts. So uh, my guess is that it's 24 hours before we run out and it's not because of product. It's because of just human nature and lines. And it's going to be like walking into Walmart. There's the guy that stands there in the air conditioning, just, uh. You know, it's like, dude, I got to get some milk, like get out of my way. It's going to be that that bottleneck of people that are just the first time buyers yeah. that that a dispenser is going to blow their minds. So that'll slow it down. If, if it was like a drive through, like pre order, pick it up. I'm more like four to six hours, but I think 24 is a pretty reasonable number. But the other thing New Mexico did was they they wrote into law. Um, some things that will help not only our, our water system with the water rights that we have with everybody who grows down here has to prove water rights, but they allowed an open border into Oklahoma. So I'm working with people in Oklahoma that are, that we've, we figured out the legal way to transport product from Oklahoma into New Mexico, get it into biotrack and get it to dispensaries. So we're going to try and backfill that number. So my 24 hours hopefully includes us bringing in product to, to back stock some of these dispensers are going to run out so uh it'll be a a wild ride for sure but um this state i think is just going to set a new standard on what it could look like for legal product down here
1: yeah because oklahoma right when i was in oklahoma i believe they have it as long as the governors reach some agreement or state to state agreement everything's cherry huh so no, that that'll be interesting like uh you know i I, that's great to hear that you are on you know what i mean on the on the cutting edge of that uh, so yeah, cause you know what I mean? More access, more, more product for more people is just, just better in the long run. And, and oh, yeah. especially right. We, we know it's going to be mad. You just mad crazy for the first six months. Easy. And then, well, and, yeah.
2: and, and, and I'm more worried about like medical patients, right? So if I'm somebody that takes medical cannabis, cause it's the only way I can operate. If you have a drought because the rec market just took all the product, uh, then you have patients that can't get their medicine. And that's scary, right? Because oh, yeah. it, it you need to you need to find a way to get those people medication because I mean it's it's truly life or death at that point. So um, that's where being a a guy that's in the hemp side of the business too kind of plays in. Because if I can't get my medical cannabis, I have alternatives somewhere else. So
1: oh yeah and
2: safe alternatives.
1: Right. Right. You, yeah, yeah. Cause you were definitely you're definitely one on mine earlier about some other THC products that I I, I mean, it's funny. I've heard them twice today from two different people, though. So yeah, that, that, that's that. But I, it's the first time I've ever heard them. I was like, oh, oh, oh. And then I hear it again. I'm like, oh, like, you know what I mean? you just like, man, I definitely missed the entire memo. It, yeah. Uh, so uh, it, it, it's interesting. I, I mean, that that that's out there. It, it, you know what I mean? Different products and stuff. It, to me, it, just, it blows my mind. Like, like I said, you know, me, I, I just I just wrote straight. I, I just love growing.
0: Were you on your so, high horse before that?
1: The high horse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, um, my prediction, um, I'm predicting 36 hours. That's been my prediction for a while. I'm just sticking with it. Um, yeah. I, I I said I've said before it's a very generous, very very generous prediction. Uh, Josh's predicted. i yeah, yeah, I say six hours, <laughs> and
1: I'm gonna do some math a little later.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna break it down to how many dispensaries there are,
1: how many, how many just eight pounds they maybe could throw down because yeah because you know so far i haven't seen that much on the wholesale market that's been a very bare bare path and and that's that's all the cannabis they can get right now for you know and there's plenty of retail what chad knows you've been hit like three different times already for for retail market people looking for you know and and that's another whole different story. There's a lot of people who are very uneducated about the retail side. And was like, oh yeah, we'll get that with Costco, right? we get that same yeah. right? I got the card. No. Yeah. no
2: you like don't that. want gas station cannabis. Just no. don't buy that, ever. Like that <laughs> fair, is the fair. worst option out there.
1: Oh yeah, it is. All right, lot. public yeah. service notice, everybody. Yeah. Gas yeah. station cannabis. <laughs> Bad. <Yeah>. Bad. <laughs> uh, so, uh, all right. So what else? We got Missouri talking about... Uh, they have a unique thing going on, right? They're looking, they got some kind of legal production-ish uh, care, caregiver program kind of going on. I, yeah, I mean, so. I keep, it, I keep it very vague because it seems very, very, you know, very rounded.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Missouri's a weird state. So they not only, um, uh, they're a Second Amendment sanctuary state. So you can legally own a machine gun without going through the federal government Missouri. Very weird <laughs> part of the world. i tell you what. Right? I,
1: I know where I'm going to get a vacation from now. <laughs> I need a yeah. residency there. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I you going to talk about where the nice places are. I definitely want to go check that
2: but, out. Sure but uh, yeah, I mean, so and then so like Weston, Missouri used to be the number one hemp port in the planet at one point. Oh. And then when they did Prohibition, they started growing tobacco. So the whole industry shifted back and forth. But so Missouri's got a great reputation and uh, history with the plant. And so when they wrote their medical laws, it's uh, you can grow 18 plants as a, as a medical cannabis user, and then you can have three patients or caregivers beyond that. So, and I can grow 18 plants for three other people. So you're talking about uh, a home grow for medical consumption that is under a hundred plants, but is just this giant industry. And they're get they have like a hundred and it was like 180,000 people that have medical licenses in, in Missouri and the home grow market. They don't even really track. Um, you know, oh. you, you apply for the license and you just go for it and then it's, it's good to go. So they were working on um, a program where if I have extra product or product with an L product, um, I can donate it to a veteran that needs medicine. Yeah. Uh, the problem is it's not going through testing and certification to, get a COA and verify it's not harmful chemicals and all that stuff. So that was, that's the snag they're working through right now, but there are a lot of labs that are stepping up where they're going to do potency testing just to make it a viable product to be able to donate to a veteran who might be dealing with PTSD or tinnitus or any of the things that the cannabis can help with. So it's a cool program. I hope it catches on and I hope it's a model for other States, but for Missouri, they're, they're working hard on it, but they're doing all kinds of cool stuff down there. So.
1: That's wonderful. I, I know the veterans here have fought for stuff like that. Uh, you know, the, uh, the the program, the medical program we had here, you know, was so restrictive that it was really hard. Nobody was gonna give anything away for free for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. it was patients doing it, whatnot. And then that's why gifting got happened because you know it was keeping compassion. So you know, like the the program there with the caregivers, it sounds like a wonderful situation. Is there gifting in Missouri?
2: Uh, I'm not aware of it yet um, because they still view that as trans as distribution or manufacturing of narcotics so it's it's a weird state when it comes to that kind of stuff but um, it's also where you can push a lot of things so they have republican and democratic people in their their senate and congress even that are pushing for psychedelics like legal psychedelics like ayahuasca and peyote and uh, psilocybin you name it they're pushing for that it's like what state does i mean i came from nebraska where our governor's in rolling stone magazine saying cannabis kills kids and then here's the state <laughs> that, that we kind of look down on like yeah missouri mm, you know whatever and they're like yeah let's do peyote <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right let's be honest people are going to do all that stuff right yeah go down to south america to do the ayahuasca you know i move the shamans mm-hmm. and the whole nine yards um so if they could legally do that somewhere here in the United States with, with, with maybe, you know, the, the direction of, of some kind of medical thing, maybe, you know, though the side effects of it just in case it's too much, you know,
0: mm-hmm. I, I
1: think it'd be safer. Uh, yeah. And, big and time. I, yeah. And I, and I, and I think I, you know, as crazy as it sounds, and that's the thing, 20 years ago, I did, I I, would, I would have told myself, no, you're wrong, Josh, but uh, about the, with, with all that stuff, you know, with, with the mushrooms and everything and, and all that, I I believe there's a place for it. There's micro uh, you know, I have I have personally, you know, uh, microdose mushrooms for for uh, depression and anxiety stuff. You know, pretty much depression, and it worked fabulously. And uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, anybody that has any issues like that, I ask, you know, look look into it. Is all I can tell you. You don't have to yeah. do it. Look into the information. It might be good for you. It might be totally wrong. But just yeah. just yeah. So that's cool though that 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 they're throwing that down. You know, I because I, you know New Mexico, you're li- you're allowed to legally grow mushrooms. They you just can't have, they can't be
0: dry, is the problem. That's that that's a gray area. Can't be dry, it's a little bit of a gray area. So you can <laughs> harvest them, but you can't dry them, which turns into manufacturing. So I, have, yeah,
2: I just haven't watered them in three months. So sorry, it's just I'm a bad grower.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got busy, things happen. I don't know, and then happened with them. Yeah. I, I'm, I guess I'm good to a certain point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I figured there's mushrooms,
1: I put them in the pizza sauce.
2: Well, <laughs> it. It's like uh, Delaware has the most hemp licenses out of any state in the country. And what's funny is the reason why they do that, it's like 40,000 people, but it's because they don't have a destruction order if you grow hot hemp. So yeah, so all these people are are hemp growers that just happen to grow like 28% THC hemp.
0: You know that they, they can't say?
2: sell. Look
0: at the box. The box said 28% CBD. Yeah. <laughs> so we good.
2: Oh, it's CBD instead of THC. I got my letters mixed up. My bad. <laughs> and <laughs> So. Good for them. Yeah.
0: Good Delaware, good for you.
2: Right, yeah. exactly. So, but
0: yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's all cool, man. Um, I'm glad you guys are kind of going that route. And are you, do you guys have a legalization bill in or anything right now going on? Or is it just straight medical right?
2: No, they're working on the legalization side of it. That's actually where uh, uh, Tim Harms and Waxy Brown or Daniel Jones, as you know, they were at the Capitol building today. That's why they were a little tired uh, during the show this afternoon, but they, um, you know, they were up lobbying for it. Um, And then, you know, for anyone who doesn't know who Waxy is, I mean, he is a deadhead. So he's got the long hair, the bandanas, the tie dyes and all that. And he walks into the Capitol building with that. And then he has really deep conversations with like state senators who are like, like whatever stoner he's like no 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 with legislation law number 4827 section b article four and it's like they, their heads explode <laughs> they're like this guy's supposed to be like okay man and then just walk off and he's just like super intense on it like that guy yeah, so
1: exactly so surprises him yeah yeah because he does i mean when, when you look at him he, he, he looks straight stoner oh, yeah, like, oh like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 so i could, yeah i i could see that from being being myself experience being in the Capitol and being around and I and I and I've grown up in a very uh, conservative county when I was growing up. Like I said, I was a devil's lettuce guy. Beat one of my best friends yep. smoking at seventeen. Because the fruit is hot, all that stuff. So I've been there on that side. So I understand how they they they, they definitely see that. And it was surprising when they're like, "This dude's kind of intelligent." Instead of, "Hey yeah. man, what you doing, dude?" <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. I mean, he breaks down some walls with that, and I and it's a tool he uses, and it works well for him. Um, I don't think it worked well for me, but. You know, I mean, we all come at it with different angles, and as long as people are listening and, and accepting the education that's being offered, it doesn't matter what you look like as long as it's good info.
1: Oh, yeah. no, And like I said, multiple angles and stuff, you'll reach multiple people in different ways. There's no telling what what, what angle is going to break that, you know, that ice, that stigma or something, how it's going to identify with them personally, um, mm-hmm. you know, how they perceive it. Like, there's just so many variances in, you know, just human beings and stuff, and especially, uh, you know, emotions and everything else. So Yeah. And uh, cannabis is very emo- emotional for a lot of people because it is messy yes. people. And uh, usually, if you if you've been in the, in the in the cannabis industry and you know the hemp industry for very long, you you probably have a very emotional story, right? Something that's very touching. And and and, and that's everybody I've met in the industry. It gives me chills to talk about it. Uh, yeah, you, you know what I mean? Because it is like when you spend enough time in this industry. Uh, Compassionately, of course, you know what I mean. There's plenty of the other guys we'll talk about.
0: This. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I mean, actually, you run into this, and you get, and you get to, yeah, you get, you get to have, you have really cool stories and and memories and stuff of, uh, even if it, you know, comes out not great, there's always positive memories, you know, out of there, the quality yeah. of life and stuff. Like, uh, you know, we were talking earlier about my grandmother and stuff. You know, her quality of life was fantastic. Yeah, in cannabis, and it was just because she was open minded enough to try. And, and her reason, she didn't want to hurt anymore. She liked all the pain, you know, she didn't want to take all the meds and stuff. And then she tried cannabis and she just couldn't believe what it did. It, yeah. So, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. So I, I think. Uh, it, well, you're,
2: you're 100% right. I mean, that's something where uh, it's a strong enough thing for normalizing cannabis use that we, when we built the Waxy Brown Flower Power website, uh, we put your path to cannabis in there as something people could submit their own stories like that. And, you know, some of them are funny. It's like I was in college and my buddy handed me something. I thought it was a cigarette and I smoked it. and It turned out it was weed. You know, other stuff is like my, you know, I turned, turns out I had metastatic breast cancer and had to do chemo. And someone gave me uh, Delta eight gummies to try to help with the chemo and it saved my life. And so there, there's this weird mix of like comedy and like just heart wrenching stories and these beautiful moments of friends saving friends' lives and stuff like that. So um, it's something where, the more we normalize that kind of conversation, the more people will be like, okay, this isn't going to make me schizophrenic and rip my face off and go howl at the moon, like a crazy person from reefer madness. It's going to save someone's life potentially. So it's very cool.
1: No, no, I agree. Uh, It's funny. You say that I'm working with a, uh, some clients right now and they're both veterans. And uh, one of them, you know, uh, he's 20 years a Marine vet and uh, the company's called the memo and it's because he didn't get the memo, you know, cannabis was good for him, Uh, and, and so, you know, it's funny because I just, I think, th- I think, I think Kyle and, and Ivy, they're the owners of that company, uh, micro license in Cuba. And, and, you know, that that's why they named the company that though. And I was like, yeah, yeah. you know, so yeah, you, it's funny, you know, like it says, some people don't know. And when it does it, it, you know, cause it's changed, it's changed his life. And, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I love that aspect of it. You know, we talk about recreation a lot, you know, we were talking about, we're running out or whatnot, you know, and then we have to talk about the patients. What are the patients going to do and and everything? Yeah. So that's why I suggest everybody grow, right? And, and check for males. Everybody help each other's neighbors, check for males. You know, do not pollinate, pollinate the down neighbor. Mm-hmm. That's bad, bad stuff. Uh, you know, and then, you know, just go on the compassion side of it, guys. Like it's going to be the, the medical market will be thin and it's going to be sad, right? So, anywhere yeah. anybody can help on the compassion side to help less people suffer and be able to grow in your backyard or, or do whatnot. I mean, ask questions on the cast. We'll get more, we'll get more stuff on there. If people want to know more about it or we'll get step-by-step from growers, you know, from outdoors, whatever, whatever we got to do. I, I mean, to get yeah. people to grow to uh, their own cannabis, to make their own medicine. Uh, you know, people, I know there's clones out there running around. There's going to be more clones going on, uh, yep. you know, so there's definitely different genetics out there, The different cannabinoids. So uh, that that's one way I believe we can combat the, the issue for medical patients. I, I think it's to me it's just the fastest one, and it'll happen now.
2: Uh, yeah, you know. Well, and the and the plant medicine. teaches us the the best way that cannabis works is with the entourage effect, right? Yeah. So it's not just delta nine THC. It's the CBD. It's the CBG. The CBN. The you know all the other little minor you know acronyms that are out there. So treat the industry the same way. That's where a lot of what Waxy and I will do with the business model is we collaborate with people because. I'm an expert in what I do. You guys are experts in what you do. And there's three other people that might watch this podcast that if the five of us came together, all of a sudden we've got like the most amazing thing that the world's ever seen. But if we don't collaborate and we don't support one another and we don't stay in our lanes, that's the other side of it, right? I mean, some people are like, well, this is mine now, go away. You know, it's like, no, no, no. Like there's plenty of room for all of us to make a lot of money together. Plenty of room for all of us to to change this industry for the better or even for the worse. Let's be honest. But, you know, when you bring multiple people to the table, you have more success. And that's what, that's all you can ask for with this industry.
1: No, I, hundred percent right. You're preaching to the choir. Um, <clears throat> you know, we met at the leafy, uh, you know, the lucky leaf expo. There'll be another one in October, uh, which is cool. Um, but yeah, since, since we, we got back to, you know, I drove straight back down to Las Cruces and that's all we've been doing is meeting different business owners, uh, different, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, politicians, uh people in the rulemaking thing just to help, you know what I mean, to get more of it out there because yeah, I'm with you. The, the pie is so big. There's so much to be had. There's no reason to anybody to get selfish or anything else. And, and and yeah, and just stay in your lane, do what you do, grind it out. And there's going to be plenty for everybody. So Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, Like, like I said, we talk about Little Dubai in Sunland. We'll, we'll keep everybody updated on that. It is kind of, it just keeps getting <laughs> crazier. It, I mean, it really. I, does.
2: Like, I had it. to look up Little Dubai on Google Maps because I'm like, where the hell is Little Dubai? And I'm like, <laughs>
0: well, it's a, it's a term that's kind of it's brand new. I, yeah, I get it
2: now, but I'm like, I'm like,
0: Little Dubai, New Mexico. What? Yeah. When we tell them where it's at, they go, oh, how, how do we start oh. doing it? You Google it and put like I'm in Little Dubai and mark or
1: something. <laughs> I will, yeah. check
2: in on Facebook.
1: Yeah. It's going to end yeah. up that area is going to end up being. Well, uh, I, Dubai. I, 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 will, I will do it. At, I will do it at the grow over there at the entertainment center or something. Yeah, yeah I will. I will. Yeah. Dubai, I will. Little Dubai, mark that place. Whatever. everything, App <laughs> chat, whatever. Whatever stuff we need to Yeah. Black, All right. wee, little
0: Dubai. yeah.
2: So, hashtag make, make little Dubai real.
0: Yeah. That's it. All right. <laughs> we, we got, we got, we got a, we got a plan. We're going to execute the plan. Hashtag. Yeah. Work. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly. No. So no, that that's uh that's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. We have twenty three days. Oh my yep. god. Like yeah. we're getting we're, we're in the home stretch. Uh I seen Carver uh, family farms harvested. You know what I mean? They're a micro licensed yes, you know yes, yes. Uh, Brian's green. They might just have some
0: enough and they might have some in time. No, yeah, yeah. Well they should, I'd be at the harvest I'll get some. You know, three weeks. Yeah, I mean, they'll be cutting it way close, but right there. Hopefully, yeah. Everything
1: I bet they get it done I, uh, with, with at least a week after, right? Yeah. They might be the only people having cannabis on second week. I don't know. You know, yeah. I mean, that, that might be the spot.
2: It, the be time. Yeah, timing this market is going to be really interesting because oh. you know, when you harvest? How long does it take you to process it into whatever you're selling it as? And then you know, when when can you get it in the system? I mean, it'll be weird.
0: It will be, um, but one thing I, I wanted to end the show with is uh, you had something you wanted to share with us and everybody else too. And I don't want to like spoil it, but go ahead and share.
2: Are, are, are we talking about this? Oh, oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead and share everybody what that is.
2: So uh, one of the brands that Waxy and I represent is Wilfred brand hemp and cannabis. And so Wilfred, Jason Gann, the guy that was in the FX series with Elijah Wood um, were the guy I mean, it's kind of a dark subject matter, but the guy tried to kill himself by overdosing and he comes to the next day and the neighbor's dog can talk to him and appears as Wilfred, which is an Australian actor in a dog suit. And um, he he did. uh, I forget how many seasons it was, but he did quite a few of them. And he had so many fans that were stoners that came up and like, dude, talking about my depression, talking about my mental illness, talking about this, you saved my life. And so Jason, the, the guy that runs this company and the actor um, he said, you know what, I'm going to do something about that. And so he started making a hemp line, which is uh, CBD cigarettes. There's Delta eight blunts. There are hundred milligrams per blunt, by the way. So they're pretty stout. Yeah. And then he's got diamond saw, he's got all kinds of products. And then on the cannabis side of it, he does a uh, uh, hybrid sativa Indica. Um, he does some other stuff as well. Uh, but we're working to bring these products into New Mexico. Um, so we are, we're actively working with a couple of different dispensary chains to bring Wilford brand products in. Um, you know, I'll try and get Jason to jump on the podcast with you guys to talk about it because he's a cool cat to know. Um, and it's kind of weird because I, the first call I ever had with him, I said, you know, I always learn you never meet your heroes <laughs> and, uh, because they always, you know, they're always bigger in your head than what you think they are. And then when you meet them, it's like, this is a regular guy that, you know, smokes a lot of cigarettes and, and swears, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't like that. You know, you're supposed to be this, whatever, but that. that's not Jason. Jason is, is the guy that he goes, I, I've been wearing this damn dog suit for eight years because it <laughs> means something to the people who love the show. Yeah. And as long as it makes an impact in somebody's life, I'm going to keep wearing this damn dog suit. Man, I mean, he's that awesome. guy. That's awesome. So, that's legit. but yeah, so, like so, yeah so we've got the hemp stuff coming in shortly we can order now uh the cannabis stuff we're ramping up production now we'll bring that into the state here shortly so um if anybody wants to carry wilford brand hemp and cbd we can do that right away if they want to carry wilford brand cannabis stuff we can bring that in probably within the next month so okay it'll be really cool uh,
1: i mean uh, i guess we'll get links and put by the show and stuff for your contact if, that, yeah. if that's cool or yeah. whatever, how to contact you and everything too um you know so you know, to get it out there, get, you know, help as many people as you can with the with what's going on in the world, right? Like, like yeah, go
2: here, anyways, so I Yeah, the, Del- the those Delta Eight Blunts, they are not, they're not to be messed with, man. I, I have one. The first night I was down for Lucky Leaf, and I'm just like, well, that's a little more intense than I was expecting, and had a had a, a lovely night sleep that night. So, All right, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, at least you got a good night's sleep. Yeah. And, uh, and speaking of good night, guys, um, that's all we have for the rest of the show. I want to thank Justin for joining us today, Trowbridge um, for joining us, um, and thank you again for having me on the radio show today. That was great. We'll have to get uh, Waxy Brown on here, and hopefully we can get yeah. um, Wilford on here as well at some point. So,
2: yeah. yeah, and we'll get Josh on there, too, so he's not left out.
0: There we go. We'll get get Josh yeah, on yeah, there. yeah, yeah. No,
1: yeah. I was in a meeting today doing some other, like, it is good sure.
2: night. Uh, yeah. Sure. I,
1: I, I promise the Hawthorne people know. You can ask them. I was there. I
0: I signed in. Uh <laughs> All right, guys. So remember, subscribe, like all that good stuff. Rate us on Spotify, and uh, we'll see you next week. And um, everything New Mexico, everything Kansas. We'll see you guys. <music>